0: Welcome back to Bible study to Paul's letter to the Philippian Church. Uh, we are inching. Not, sometimes we only cover an inch of a column in Scripture, but we're inching through. And it's good to see John Campbell, Lieutenant Colonel, and the very Reverend and Venerable Derek Walker. Thank not you. a bishop yet. No, no. <laughs> Um, so, we're going to read um, from verse 15 to the end of uh, chapter 3, and um, we may, um, given our track record, we may even creep back into the previous few verses, but Derek is going to read, and John will pray. Philippians
1: uh, 3.15, therefore let us, as many as are mature, have this mind, and if anything you think of. Sorry, and if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we've already attained, let us walk by the same role, let us be of the same mind. Brethren, join in following my example and note those who so walk as you have us for a pattern. For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the Cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who set their mind on earthly things. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to
2: himself. Amen. Hallelujah and Amen. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you that this word is alive and active, Lord that it's working in our lives and as we read it, Lord, Lord, it's, it's work, doing a work deep inside us that we may not be aware of but it's still working. Thank you, Lord, that you're revealing so much to us. We ask, Lord, by your Spirit that you continue to do this during this Bible study and for those watching at home or wherever they're watching, that you will reveal the deep truths of God. We thank you, Lord, that we're going to be studying the Scriptures into eternity that they, ha- they are the secret of life. And thank you, Lord, that this evening, Lord, as we gather together around your word, you will anoint it and anoint us, Lord, that we can do your bidding here tonight, for one reason, for your glory, Lord,
0: in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. Amen, amen. So, so we have one of our sort of epic Bible studies last week and, and we, we, we definitely moved into the territory, of course, it was the chase but it, um which um Derek brought out um as it were of the hunts, but also the race and Some of you may have been thinking, well, why aren 't they reading from one Corinthians nine where Paul specifically talks about the race? So I thought we would um just read that as well uh because it's it does fit mm. um uh, what, you know, as we go through our study today, we'll be talking about, uh, you know, th- things and behaviour that's not quite right. Let's let's set ourselves up first to to consider, again, the high, the heavenly calling that we have to run the race. And John's going to read uh, for us from uh, one Corinthians nine chapter, uh, sorry, one Corinthians chapter nine, verse twenty four to twenty seven. How about that? Do you
2: not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they that do it obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty. Thus I fight, not as one who beats the air." But I discipline my body. And, sorry, I, I'm finishing the thing now. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's it's along the same track, isn't it? Very much so. Um, yes. And you know, it's how to guard against some of the things we're talking about a bit later. Yes, Is, is very there much so. In this is. passage. Um, of course, there there is always the spiritual element, but that's also gonna come up. Um, you know, if you over-spiritualize, you, you can detach um, uh, your your life here on earth, your Christian life, um, from uh, reality and spiritual reality, um, which we, we shouldn't do. But he, he says that we're not running aimlessly. I do feel sometimes that, that You know, I don't want to be too judgmental of folk that walk their dog or, you know, they get up in the morning, they go through the motions of life, but there's nothing really purposeful about it. It's just you know, existing. It's existing. It's tragic. And he says, you know, what? we're not just running aimlessly. Mm. We we actually there is some end objective. So We've got our eyes on the prize. Yeah. You know, that eternal Yes goal and the
1: eternal reward you know the the crown of glory exactly so we want when we reach the end of the line we want the lord to say you know well done yeah you you served me with all your heart Mm. you used the time and the gifts that i gave you
0: best you could you know exactly so so interestingly the, the the passage that we read last week um talks about the goal it actually isn't talking about a race but it's there within what um, what Paul has written and he, he you know it does mention the prize so that's our crossover point. you know yes. win a race get the prize yes um, I suppose score a goal you yes. know we, we, we press and, on and to for the those
2: goal. for those at home who, who are thinking feeling downhearted now that their uh, Christian walk has been a disaster it's I hope not. They might do it by yeah. the end of the Bible study, no, but... <laughs> no, because they haven't done, they haven't done this. What yeah. I want to say is it's never too late to start the race. Yeah. And don't look behind you. Mm. Just exactly. repent and move exactly. on. Yeah, exactly. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And you, even if it's only a week before you go home to
0: glory, start the race. Mm. Amen. Yeah. That's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So here we are, we're, for, we're, we're actually in our Bible study, I can't be too flippant, we, we're not forgetting all that's behind, all the Bible studies we've done, it all does kind of key together. But we're, we, we've reached verse 15, um, we, we, have, we did cover it to an extent, I think, last week about uh, being, being mature, but um, then in verse 16, let us live up to it, let's live up to what we've attained, and, and yeah. that sort of, as it were, sets the scene for...
1: Yes yeah, that don't in verse fifteen he, he is saying that the mature attitude yeah is to is not to be self satisfied yeah but to keep pressing forward yeah. in your Christian experience yeah. seeking the Lord, seeking more of the Lord, yeah. never think you 've made it, but there's there is more of Christ that you can experience there's more of god 's will that you can do yeah. and and not not settle yeah. in your past achievements or be paralyzed by your past fa- failures. But have this attitude. Yeah. I want more of Christ today, you yeah. know. And Absolutely. then in verse 16, I think is also an important thing, yeah. because there is a danger that if we are not constantly pushing forward each day to know Christ more, that it's very hard just to stand still. You're, you're either right. moving That's, forward exactly, or you're moving back. Exactly. You know? yeah, the world's and, still uh, moving. So if you're yeah. not, yeah. it's like rowing in a boat, I suppose, and there's a stream. The world. The current yeah. of the world is that way. Yeah. So if you just stop rowing, as it were, exactly. you stop putting forth any effort. Very good point. You will end point. up going backwards. Yeah. And, and I think he's warning against that here in verse mm. 16. He's mm. saying, okay, you've reached a certain level of spiritual growth to the degree that we've already attained. Right? Mm. We've l- mm. reached a level of maturity, a level of your Christian life. Mm. You're walking with the Lord. He says, let us walk by the same r- rule. In other words, stay consistent with that. You know, if you've been praying a certain amount a day and whatever else is in your Christian life, he says, you know, maintain that because that's how spiritual growth works. Be faithful with the light that you've received, what God's shown to you, live in that, and then God will take you further. But don't expect, if you're just ignoring the things God's told you in the past and you're just not bothering, don't expect new, re- oh, God hasn't spoken to me recently. Well, have you actually yeah. listened to and obeyed what he's told already, you last time already, he spoke already, to already. you? Yeah. Yeah, and, and so you can get stuck if, yeah. you, if, you, if you're not yeah. careful and you can even go backwards. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, you know, keep on, be faithful to what you already know yeah. and then you'll be in position to receive more light from God That's and it. for him
0: to take you up. Great, higher. thank you very much. Um, okay, John. I'm, I still have ringing in my ears when you talked about the four, you know, as yes. it were, key verses throughout uh, the scriptures. But it's interesting that, you know, of course the focus is on having the mind of Christ, uh, yes. you know, knowing Him. But in verse seventeen, I think it's the first time in this um, in our studies of Philippians where Paul says, uh, "Join with others in following my example." Mm-hmm. So Paul, it, there's a lot of personal elements to yes. Paul describing how we follow the Lord's example. So he's then saying, "How he, follow show, my example?" He's showing the way.
2: Yeah. That's why mm. um, he, he's trodden the path that we have to follow. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, I think it, it, this is inspired. So yeah. it, it, it's the we can identify with Paul where it's much harder to identify with God in the yes. sense that he can do things that we can't do. Yeah. But we can do the things that Paul did, yeah. uh, uh, try to do things that Paul did. And I think that's really what he's saying. He's not setting himself up as the example with a capital E because that's the Lord Jesus. Yeah. But he is the example with a
0: small e and um, that's what he's saying. He's there. saying, do this, do this, do this. Um, I do this, do this, do this. That's right. There you are. I've yeah. given you an example of, exactly. of how you exactly follow the road how you know him
1: yeah it's true generally isn't it whatever you want to aspire in just as a natural thing yeah. you know if you want to learn tennis yeah you you want to learn from someone who's a, who's a bit better than you yes that's rather it. than someone who's not as good exactly. as you you if you just follow the example of just and it makes yeah. you feel better because you're better at them yeah. and and actually you want to play with someone who's who's better than you yeah. and then you get drawn up to that level uh, you want to learn from people who are successful in whatever area you're going to be involved in. Yeah. They will inspire you to greater things. Yeah. So he's saying, you know, be careful who you take as your model. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's right.
1: And uh, that's the right. Apostle Paul, of course, is yeah, pretty good. A even it. if it kind of makes you think, oh, I could never be like the Apostle Paul, exactly. nevertheless, I know. He's he will
0: bring you up higher. He's you know? saying that you should. And he also says, join with others. So if others are actually following my example... Join with them. Yeah. Um, so it is attain. It's not just Paul, it's others who are following the example, mm. and so you're in good company. Uh, yeah, and it, it's, I, I don't think, I agree, I don't think it's anything of puffing himself not up. Not at it's all. It's just purely practical. This yeah. is it. This is a model. Yeah.
1: Follow it. Because the alternative is to say, well, look, so-and-so is living like that, you know, they're, they're living in sin. Yeah. They're doing this. And yeah. And, and therefore, that gives me permission to live badly. Exactly, you know what I mean? Exactly, and, and he's saying, be careful who you choose as your role models. Yeah. Should it be people in the world or should it be yeah. you know, backslidden Christians or should it be you know, yeah. someone
0: like the Apostle Paul? And he says, yeah. you, you need to choose your role models. And, uh, and have discernment, so note those who live to, according to the pattern that we gave to you. And um, yeah, you need, you need discernment as well. Yes. There's a pattern there, and it's not the other pattern that we're going to get onto, mm. which is he's he's setting up. It's interesting in Philippians. I mean, he does um, he does hit. You know, he talked about the the depraved, you know, and perverse um, those who are perverse um, in chapter two. Um, uh, but or was it? yeah, I think it was. Um, mm. But he's not majoring on it. There's a, there's the, the real thrust of Philippians is as what we were saying, knowing Christ, you know, living yeah. Christ, you know, pursuing him. But you know, it wouldn't be Paul if he wasn't. Mm highlighting the alternative yeah. and, and what a terrible thing it is yes I um, mean if I'm not rushing you and it's you very know, seductive to it's instruct. out there
2: yeah. you know trying to distract you yeah exactly
0: and the only safety from being
1: drawn into the way of the world is is a positive pursuit of Christ yeah, yeah. so the emphasis has to be positive because mm. it's, it's as you walk in the spirit that you overcome the flesh yeah. you do not overcome the flesh by trying ever so hard yeah. By, by running aimlessly. You know, yeah, by struggling against it, yeah. actually. But it's by walking in the spirit. Yeah. And then you discover yeah. the victory yeah. exactly. over the flesh.
0: Yeah, I just have this image from that, that scripture in Corinthians of some if you're running aimlessly or running blind, you're going to fall into different pitfalls, mm-hmm. and traps and walls and hedges. And you, you know, you're not actually focused on the, the proper the goal. Um, that's the danger yes in fact i would say there isn't any pattern so he's saying follow the pattern that we you know that i've given you but the the alternative actually is is an amorphous confused mess and that's that's the alternative to following the clear line that the lord has given us through his word yes it becomes survival doesn't it just a day-to-day yeah survival
1: but the focus is knowing Christ, experiencing the power of His resurrection, becoming Christ-like.
0: Yeah, that's and, a real. And purpose. by the way, also believing that you're created. I, I I I find that the creation is is there as the the um the foundation for all that we're studying because God creation means design. It means order. It means pattern. Yes. It means purpose. Whereas. Um, Dare I mention the e word? Um, um, Evolution is oh, random, random chance, aimless, purposeless. You know, um, just get by for today. Eat, drink, and be merry. It's it's not actually. uh, It's a complete alternative. It's the difference between evening and morning. The difference between you know the earth being formless and void and yes. God saying, let well, there be light. Well, it's the be difference light. between sense and nonsense, isn't it? Yes. I mean, you
2: know, the, the thing is that any rational being who, who's being honest will look at this theory and say, it has to be bunkum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're so wedded
0: to it that they can't do that because that would be disloyal to their belief. The light but, within them is darkness. Yes, that's they right. They really are focusing on that light within yes. them, but it actually, in the big picture, it's incongruous. It doesn't actually hold together because yeah. Which life do. has come from something, yes. some power, the, the, you know, the, the order of the universe has, ha, it, hasn't, it does not happen, does it, by default? No. It's disorder that happens by default. Yeah um,
1: And Creation gives us confidence. You yeah. know, we are created for God, good works. Yeah. If we are if, you know, in other words, there is a, a right form of confidence, because God has made me. And he's empowered me and I can live this life yeah. that Paul's talking about. Yeah. It's not beyond me because A, God's created me and B, yeah. God's empowering me. Yeah. God has
0: enabled me
1: yeah. to be and a success that's it.
0: As, as a Christian. But the irony is right at the beginning, we are created in his image. You know, we, we're created with the potential of God. We have the potential of all the things that Paul is saying yeah. here is there right in the creation. Mm. spiritual creation as well as the physical that the potential is there it's just because of rebellion and mm. you know darkness that we've you know it's we've made a gap to actually get, get onto um, the right some um, track for you know mm. the race you know we're running aimlessly on the wrong side of this chasm yes. um, which isn't and we're never going to get across that chasm Running aimlessly, we've got to focus on on the Lord's plan of salvation. And and
2: and all that Paul's teaching here, and then he's saying, follow me, and uh, join together and follow me, and uh, some others follow them. You know, In other words, you're building each other up and encouraging one another, but what one has to be so careful of, because this is humans naturally default to this, is turning it into a legalistic system. Yeah. Mm. That'll destroy it, it'll destroy you. It, this has to be an adventure of love, yeah. mm. you know, excited, what's yeah. the next step? Yeah. Finding out, and so it's very loose, it isn't legally regulated. Because that you know you have to be so we can jump into that we think oh well I'm going to do this from nine to ten every morning and then you can't for some day and you feel burdened by that that's that's that's, right. that's not what it's about exactly. um, because you can you can press this as you were talking I think it was last week, might have been the week before, about the power of meditation. If you've yeah. got just, hey, you only need a couple of scriptures in your heart, and you can regurgitate and those and meditate depth, on them, and that's digging. part of it. Yes. The fact you can do it while you're making the children's lunch or whatever, that's you it. can do it. it, and and it's not a legal system. Mm. So, Because the
1: legal yeah, emphasizes the outside, yes, the outer that's action. Right, exactly. And that's why he says, walk by the same rule, yes, yeah. but then let us be of the same mind. Yeah. so hence Paul's attitude of emphasis yeah. on this heart attitude again. of loving Christ, Very pursuing Christ. Very good. But, and that kills the legalism. Well, yeah. as, soon, yeah. as long as it's all about the heart, yeah. yes. then that will manifest in different ways outwardly. Yeah. But the
0: essence of it is, is the heart. Great, yeah. Yeah. so there we have it. I mean, it, um, watch the programs again and you'll hear it emphasized and emphasized. And we have this towering example now of how it should be. But then Paul um, in verse, um, is 18. it 18? He then, you know, it's really deep saying, saying that, you know, he's you know, saying, look, I've got to be frank with you. Some are actually living as enemies mm. of, of the cross. They are actually, and we are taking from that that he's talking, because he says he's saying it with tears. I, I think mm. that you know, do we shed tears for those who are outside the household of faith as much as we do for those who are in, who are it, falling away. You know, there's something deep. There's a deep affection. About, I think he's yeah, talking about his people brethren. In yes. yeah. People in the church world. Yes. People in the church world.
1: Possibly people who outward you know, seem possibly made some kind of response mm. to the gospel. Some people that Paul knows, as it were, mm. as you say, otherwise he, would he be weeping for them? Yes. Um, and who seem to you know, respond in some way um, to the gospel, but... Um, living as enemies. It, it looks like they're, they are you know, they're either people who never actually got born again, but they're, yeah. they're living in the Christian world. Mm. Well, somebody got born again, but they're backslidden, and now mm. their life is kind of like yeah. the world. Mm. And uh, Paul is uh, He's quite
2: forceful. Yes. He's He's very very forceful. It isn't definitive who these people are. No. Uh, one thinks of the the sheep in wolves' clothing. Or yep. uh, yeah, yeah, the other one. Yeah, the other
0: way around. The other way around,
2: yeah. <laughs> the wolves. Ah, ah, as ah, I ah, say, ah, I thought, ah, that, that is not right. I mean,
0: right. Derek is a sheep <laughs> in wolves' clothing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know. The <laughs> wolves in sheep's clothing yep. who entered the church and are about, uh, and are among you. So it could be that. Yep. It could be the Judaizers. Yep. It could be, as we thought it's possibly the, the Gnostics. Yep. The people who are perverting the truth and mm. living there. And, of course, they try to persuade you to follow their truth it it's you know the phil- it could be those that are worn down or have taken on the philosophies of the world it mm-hmm. it's it, it could be a whole matter of people i'm thinking the cross reference in romans yeah
0: it's very sobering this isn't it yeah it's yeah. us yeah. you know we 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 are there's a propensity within us yes. i think to yeah. to actually uh, become enemies but we could you know we talk of the cross
1: why exactly. did jesus die on the cross it's to save us but it's to save us from sin yeah so if some is somebody's a believer or maybe they they claim to be a believer but they're embracing a lifestyle of sin mm. they're actually enemies
0: know, of the cross
1: enemies of the cross they're resisting yeah. they're opposing what the cross yes. stands for which is to set us free from sin yes yeah. and so they are maybe it's because they think well i'm I'm a Christian, I'm all right, I'll go to heaven. Uh, and maybe they're not, but they haven't really given their heart to the Lord. Mm. And, uh, and th- they're embracing sin, yeah. and uh, oh God will let me off. Yeah. And they're actually enemies of the cross. So they
0: John, are. you've got, it's in yeah, um, Ro-
1: Romans
2: 16. Yes, verses 17 and 18. Yes. Um, now I urge you, brethren, note those, so we gotta watch out for them. Mm. Note those who cause divisions and offences, mark them out, contrary to the doctrine which you learned, so it's any other doctrine, and do, and avoid them. Now I don't accommodate them, the church now tends to, we accommodate, they're so understanding, and but we mustn't, we must avoid them. For those who, who are such do not serve our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by smooth words and flattering speech deceive the hearts of the simple. Wow. Mm. Now the simple doesn't mean the, Stupid in mind, it means mm. that they're young in the Lord and and perhaps not very disciplined and therefore vulnerable. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, and and I think it's quite clear the Lord is saying either or, or Paul is saying either that Jesus is your Lord and it's all out for Him, or your stomach is your Lord mm. and all you want is the next meal. Yeah. And and if that's the way, then you're going to get. You're going to suffer, mm-hmm. um, and, and you will find your Christian walk completely weighed down
0: by food. Yeah. <laughs> and The body's requirement to process yeah. that food. Because um, he does specifically mention the belly here in yeah. Romans, and he does specifically mention sort of the stomach and yes, gluttony. He, he does. So I Romans. think on one hand, it's a warning to
2: believers that don't indulge your stomach because there are consequences it will it will dull your spiritual walk and it will and we might talk about that a bit but on the other hand it's talking to all these people who are masquerading as christians but are actually uh, wolves in sheep's clothing Mm -hmm. among who are looking to lead them astray in other words they're the devil's disciples who's put them in there and they are all in the church today and and they always have been Uh, and some of them are in very senior leadership Mm -hmm. in the church in the wider church Mm -hmm. Um, they're there because the devil has placed them there. But mm. they lead you astray. And Paul's way is the only way. Mm. Don't look to a leader. Don't look to what he's, he or increasingly she is, is calling you to. Look only to Christ. Mm.
0: Um, smooth, smooth it, it, talking, flattery, yeah. deceiving the minds, yeah, of the naive.
2: Seducing yeah. you away from yeah. truth. Mm. Seduce, trying to seduce you into something that's more desirable. Like you know, going and having a good meal, which is very desirable, but if you had a good lunch as well and a good breakfast, this could be a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. could be a problem. Now, it's very interesting. There's a yeah. there's a um, that wonderful prayer that Nehemiah. In Nehemiah, let yeah. me just see if I can just turn that up here. Yeah, please do. Um, after just they built the temple before. and the rededication of the temple, and and. It's in Nehemiah 9 Nehemiah nine, and verse 25, I think it is. I've got it on my phone. I haven't turned it up, but let me just read what it says. Um, Now, the Lord has provided all this, and all the previous part of the prayer is giving thanks for the abundance that the Lord has given them. And it says, so they ate and were filled and grew fat
0: Mm.
2: and delighted themselves in your great goodness. So they, they weren't denying where where this one division, and they were feasting on it. He said, nevertheless they were disobedient and rebelled against you and cast your law behind their backs and killed your prophets who testified against them to turn them to yourself. Mm. The implication is that it's a consequence of their feasting, Mm -hmm. if you think about Mm it. it's That's the implication that Feasting and overeating on food feeds the flesh; it doesn't feed the spirit. Mm-hmm. And we know there's a war going on between flesh and spirit. And if you over, if you, in other words, if you don't crucify your flesh, if you don't keep it subdued, then you're going to have tr- a problem with your spiritual walk, and 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 you will go astray,
0: uh, without a doubt. You'll go. You'll yeah, go. And astray. Uh, you know, we, you know, likening it to the modern day, you know, chocolate or something, people can. You know, you you could have one or you could just keep eating and finish the box. Yeah. Because that that, that taste is there and you're just indulging you do and we chocolate got, is it is it's not got, really got, nourishing got. So but it's very tasty hopeless i can't yeah. oh, after eights oh john <laughs> yes. oh dear me
2: <laughs>
0: it just you you can't have one can or you? haribos oh yeah the thing is after you've gone through i, I tend to get oh it's a bit or, or, i get ulcers and other things so the lord <laughs> does stop me or grapes yeah just keep going and, keep and going. before you know it keep there's going. something in your body that says yeah, it's yeah. not right
2: yeah i think we don't have to concentrate too much on, on, on the detail. on the bad guys, yeah. you know, we know that that's what they are, but we need yeah. to look at how food can be a distraction for a born-again believer. That's I right. think that's probably helpful. And, and, yeah. and um, you know, Franklin Hall wrote this wonderful book. I mean, it's not particularly well written because he's not an author, by, but it's written by the Spirit. You know, there's no doubt about it. He, yeah. and, and he shows the connection. He shows how even Jesus had to go into the desert for 40 days. Mm. Um, to come out in the power of the Spirit. He went in, was led in by the Spirit, and he came out with the power of the Spirit. And that required a 40-day fast to Mm. make that transition. Mm. And he was tempted and everything else, he resisted. Now we know he had no sin in him, but he was carrying a human body and that human body had to be subjugated, if you like, um, before it could move in the power of God. And it was now time for Jesus to move in the power of God. Moses, for example, fasted by implication, it's not specifically said, for 40 days. He was up there for 40 days and, and then he si- could... Mount Sinai. Yeah, and then the, the Lord, Lord could, he could speak to the Lord and the Lord could speak to him. So he had to get rid of all that weight of humanity as it were that has mm. accumulated through mm. food and, and and we're no different the trouble is today that food is much more readily available than it was in those That's days and and it's thrown out. there at have us. been
0: occasions where it's run out on the shelves yeah there has there has, <laughs> the there has so.
2: you know but you're but, right but we, we feast on food and a lot of it not particularly good food
0: I and mean, a shocking mean, amount of waste i mean we, we do have much much more than we need shocking mm. much but, much, but more. if
2: you if you if you make the appetite your god which is what this mm. script is suggesting here, um, this is just a warning to Christians. What happens if you make your appetite your God and you feed that appetite, mm. that in turn feeds lesser, where well, they're not lesser in yep. spiritual terms, mm. feeds other appetites. It feeds lust, it mm. feeds the sex drive, mm. and it feeds um, greed. Yeah. And, and you'll find that if you experiment with... Which greed agreed, by the way, is possessions
0: as much as that's it right. is food. That's right. Oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah. And, and you'll find that if you, if, you, if you try a three or four day fast or whatever, that those desires start to fade. Yeah. I, I can't explain it. It's just one of those things. So as you bring your flesh under by not eating and allow it to...
0: Something changes inside mm-hmm. you. So that song that says, turn your eyes upon Jesus, yeah. look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely uh, dim. What, that's a very appropriate illustration. Yeah. In the light we,
2: we don't story. need food. We, 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 you know, Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Mm. And that tells us you don't need to stuff yourself. I will sustain you. If you're mine, mm. and believe me,
0: and are obedient to me, I will keep you alive until the day you're due to come home. Mm. Very good, John. Now you mentioned earlier about the the Gnostics, and just to, yeah. so that we could educate um, well, ourselves and and everyone viewing, what what was what was the issue with the, you know the, the Gnostic um, heresy, let's say? Well, the full blown Gnosticism yeah. really came later. Yeah,
1: but there might have been you know this type of thinking, which is from g- Greek thinking, which is kind of divides the natural from the spiritual. Mm. And it, it, it kind of says spirit, spiritual things are the only things that really matter, and therefore what I do with my body is is unimportant. So in a way, if I indulge my body in um, the lust of the flesh, you know, and the lust of the eyes, um, it doesn't affect my spiritual life. And so a lot of them, you know, even went so far as like um, to deny that Jesus came in the flesh because, yeah. you know, what, what would God danger. want to do with anything to do with the flesh? And that's why they laughed at Paul when he talked about the resurrection of the body, because they mm. thought, you know, exactly. what well, the the physical world is evil, and, 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 you know, God has nothing to do with it. And therefore, that couldn't be an excuse then. Well, I'll do what I want with the body. So that's the that doesn't affect it. my spiritual life with the Lord. And yeah. sometimes Christians can get that idea and it's yeah. but hebrew thinking is that it's the natural and the physical work together. Mm. It's like what John said that as as you break the power of the lust of the flesh, particularly in the area of food, that will actually release your spiritual life. Yeah. It, uh, because these things are idols that yes. are gripping you and they pull your heart away from the spirit. So you can't detach. There is a difference between spiritual and natural, but mm. They flow together. They work together. Yeah, that's right.
0: It's Yeah, it, it is a, it's a really important issue to get right, isn't it? Mm. You know, the, the people that just have church on Sunday, or, you know, some don't even have that, but those who, who think, well, church on Sunday is the sacred, and then the secular mm. is, is the weak, so I can separate the two. Yeah. Or, or parents that think, oh, well, I, I, as long as my kids have been to Sunday school, doesn't matter that they're you know five days a week being contaminated with absolute anti-christian philosophies that's right in, in the week there is an implication if you're feeding on anti-christian um things it will affect affect your life of course it will mm. yeah yeah it's, it's, it's quite relentless. powerful what you it's said relentless. john about about this this whole thing uh, you know of um, of the stomach, actually. It, it, it does seem to be, you know, Paul could have mentioned other things, couldn't yeah, he? Yeah, but he mentions the stomach. But he mentions yeah. that and it does seem as though that, yes. that sort of overindulgence applies to everything. I mean, the, the stomach, yeah. everyone can relate to that, yes. but actually there are issues in people's lives which are, you know, there are other habits and addictions yes. which which can control it, And
2: I would say to viewers, if you've got habits in your life which you rather nobody else knew about but which you're utterly ashamed of um, and you've been praying to the Lord for years to set you free from it, go on a fast. Mm. That'll deal with it. Mm. Mm. It will deal with
0: it. No doubt about it. And, and the Lord did say, when you fast. Yes. and, and So it, it's not actually, a, well, certainly for his disciples, it wasn't a kind of option. No, let's, it let's wasn't, go. wasn't, you know, some no, fast, some No, no, fasting,
2: fasting was very much part of, part of the way of life. Now, now let, I just want to pick up on that point in Isaiah 58. I'm asking you about this because I know oh, you're sorry. an expert. Yeah, <laughs> not no, I'm not an expert. I'm not an expert at all. Here. But in Isaiah 58, the, the Lord starts off by mocking the, mocking the people. And he says in verse 5, No, in verse 6, Isaiah 58 verse 6, he describes the purpose of the fast. Now, this, what wonderful promises, the result. Is this not the fast that I have chosen, to loose the bonds of wickedness, Mm. to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? Just give us the verse again. The that's reference uh, uh, that's again. Uh, Isaiah 58 verse that's 6. Right, that's right. And then he, he goes on to, I mean, what a promise. Yeah. If you fast, you will loose the bonds of wickedness. Now, you have to do this, it, it has to be selfless. So you're fasting for God, not for yourself. You, you're not looking for anything for yourself but this is what the Lord says you will do. It might not be you, it might be your family, it could be anything, it's a burden to you. The consequence of this fast, the fast that God calls, will loose the bonds of wickedness, mm. undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free and that you may break every yoke. And as a consequence of that, is it not to share your bread with the hungry and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out? And when you see the naked, that you cover him, and not hide yourself from your own flesh, mm. then, now look at this. Mm. Then your light shall break forth like the morning; mm. your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go before you. Now we were talking about shining. Was it last week yeah. or the week before? Yeah. This, you know, this is one way to get it. It might be a a bit of a struggle to get there but once
0: it's there you can hold on to it because you don't have to go back to three fat meals a day and, and by the way you know when you when you read books on fasting it talks about how it affects your your body and your senses and, and it does sharpen you up it cleans yes. things out even in 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 your you know well, hearing seeing you know everything becomes sharpened because as you say you, all the dross is being cleared yes. away I mean they their testimonies of
2: people who fasted who, who uh, uh, and, and not three or four days I mean if you really want to sort yourself out it has to be sort of minimum of ten and then it'll go on as the Lord leads yeah. you know there's yeah. no point going into this yeah. is the fast the Lord has called yeah. he'll call you and lead you into it exactly. but the promises attached to that mm. are phenomenal mm. this is the way to let your light show this yeah. is that you know you'll start doing all the things we've been talking yeah. about in this Bible study That's feeding fine. the poor and giving That's them a fine. home giving them a spare room in your house you'll start doing
0: these things walking you become them, more aware, aware of it and your senses are more acute. Absolutely so so and this is really interesting for me because I, I've done many, many years of Bible studies and often we'll have a lot of um, scriptures which are positive and we'll focus on the alternative which is not right. But here we have um, scriptures which are, are warning against something that's wrong. And we've focused on fasting, actually, the absolute antidote Yes, to, to, to the, the problem, the, to, uh, which, to is, the which is wonderful. Mm. It's great, and and to it's, to it's, it's somehow in the spirit. God
2: breaks these bondages, mm. because prayer or, or fasting is actually a prayer. You know, the Lord says, "Humble yourself before me," and and the, the psalm tells yeah. us that fa- in fasting, of course, you right heart attitude, humble. right everything. You're f- it's humbling
0: yourself before absolutely. the Lord, absolutely. Absolutely, and He exalt you. Wonderful. So anyway, you know, in, in verse so. Paul has said they're enemies, um, the folks that are not fasting. Um, uh, he says their destiny is destruction in verse yes, in 19. In other words, there's, there's, a price, a strong, there's a price to pay. What kind of destruction is he talking about?
1: Well, it, it works on different levels. And mm. certainly if they're unsaved, of course, even if yeah. they claim to be a Christian, but mm. they're, they're actually unsaved, mm. it, that word is used for eternal destruction. Right. And so it's saying if you go you know the path that they're on mm. is, is is destruction you know there's a price to pay yeah. or or even if, if they are truly born again but backsliding you know they they are you know, on a path of destruction even if it's yeah. not hell mm. it's it's their their life will be destroyed yeah. you know they're going to they're going to do the wrong, they're going to make the wrong decisions and things are going to get destroyed you know the devil comes to steal kill and destroy mm. so you're opening the door for him. We are. And, Just you know, like in the Garden of Eden. Yes. They gave in to the lust of the flesh, yeah. the lust of the yeah. eyes, pride yeah. of life. That opened the door for the devil to come in mm-hmm. and
0: bring destruction on the human race. You, right. you made the point earlier that some may be in the church and not really be born again. Yes. And that, that is a reality, yes. you know, in church church life. And those who are sort of going along with the crowd so this is another deep theological point yeah. you know uh, that the fact that's you know once saved always saved or as david paulson put the question mark you know i think for those who who are not saved let's say who actually don't really know what we've been talking about for weeks now about the salvation within um who have tasted you know a, a, um of the, the, the Holy Spirit and the heavenly gift, but not really experienced it, just tasted it, just touched upon it, this is a great warning for them. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, of course it's a warning for those who, who also know the Lord, and that's really where my question came from. You know, th- those who, who are saved, what is being destroyed? I would say certainly your life yes. and your testimony here Their is being life.
2: obliterated. they eternal rewards. Yes. Thank you. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Um, it's not that they will not go to heaven, but yeah. they are, there will
0: be a price to yeah. pay, nevertheless. In many church traditions, this has been a real gritty issue. So, you know, if we went to the Roman Catholic, you know, teaching, it is, you know, basically people who are who are demonstrating this type of, you know, en- enmity to the cross, um, go to purgatory. You know, and then people pray for them or the, or they do whatever they do in terms of paying towards you yeah. know, the upkeep of the Sistine chapel um, to um, to actually get them out of purgatory but but there are many other views you know uh, that of course they were never saved in the first place, mm. so they 're just part of the church but there's there 's watchman Nee, I would say who you know who deft distinguish between those who who get the rewards and those who don't and that that's quite a, a strong a strong teaching of course
1: uh, there um, are degrees of reward I
0: would say degrees of reward two yeah. classes the elites and the non I know which yeah. is the danger very much the danger of the yeah, they the overcomers and those who don't overcome and yeah. we're the overcomers yeah. So that's a real uh, danger Paul does talk about in 1 Corinthians 3 this the fire that
1: goes through and this his whole life is, is wood, hay, and stubble, Yeah, it's, you know, and, and, and everything's burnt by fire. Yeah, he is saved.
0: Yes, that's right, exactly. Albeit
1: through fire, but yeah. he's lost, all, all his life work has come to nothing. Yeah. He's
0: lost that reward. But then you have the Salvationists, we've spoken about this in previous studies, that, that you've got to be in the continuance of a state of faith at the point that you die. Yeah. Which doesn't help those who maybe, um, uh, Satan has taken them into suicide yes. or, you know, something like that. Yeah. So, but but, but, they're, but they're, it's all part of this grappling with, you know, what happens to those who, are they just backsliders? You yeah, know, Christians backsliders. Are they those who, who were never truly born again? Or are, they, are they those who are going to lose some of their rewards? Are they the five um, foolish virgins, you know, in, in the parable? Um, and I think we should take it seriously. Cause it's very easy, as you say, to become an agnostic and just separate it and not worry about yeah. it, or even a hyper Calvinist and say, yeah. you know, well, it's, it's all predestined, so let's just get on with yeah. living. Which is yeah. Yeah. We, we should take it seriously. We should I take
1: agree. the warnings of Scripture seriously. Yeah. 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 Um, whatever our particular theological yeah.
0: framework,
1: yeah. framework is, clearly the, these are intended
0: to be, you know, warnings. I mean, my particular framework is, is that. God you know, our salvation, we are hid with Christ in God. The Lord said, I've not lost any, you know, bruised reed, he will not break and he won't snuff out, yep. you know, the dimly burning wick. That's, that's basically my view that it's God's, God is sovereign over, he's brought us to salvation, you know, and he'll, he'll keep, keep us. And, um, and that, that's scripture in Revelation that says that uh, about the overcoming, um, uh, well, God will know in no wise or in no way will he um, blot them out of the Lamb's Book of Life. Yeah. I take the Martin Lloyd-Jones view, which is that it's just a double negative to, to reinforce the positive, that God will never blot, yes. blot you out. It's not actually saying, well, he will blot some out. No, that's another not. theological but, point, because yeah, some say, yeah. well, if God could blot them out, then he, God can make mistakes in the Lamb's Book of Life. But I know others have other views on that. Yeah, scripture. I, I, I agree think with it, you.
1: there is there is also though. I think sometimes when Christians are backsliding, it is it is right to really warn them. Yeah, yeah. Because for example, Jesus, like in Matthew seven, talked about the, these people. They thought they were believers, you know, and they had even done things in his name, and Jesus, and they find they're excluded from the kingdom of God. Yeah. And Jesus said, I never knew you. In that's other words, right. they weren't actually born again. That's but I they think. had kind of convinced themselves, because they've lived in the Christian world and they've done Christian things, yeah. that they're actually saved. And mm. so one approach might be, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I, I, yeah. you, I have a slightly different belief yeah, to you, true, because, right. but I do emphasize eternal security. Yeah, But I do believe, hypothetically, it is possible that someone could so harden themselves yes. on that path of sin yes. that they end up rejecting Christ themselves. Mm. He will never reject us. He mm. will never cast us out. But I do believe that there and is a And that's where you feel the tears.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, as so, soon as you said that, I, something went inside so yeah, I, just... I,
1: I would read that as a possible warning. Look, if you guys, if you carry on yeah. on this path, you're in a dangerous place. Yeah. Or it could mean that actually you're just showing that you weren't saved in the first place. Mm-hmm. Either way, you should fear.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, or going back, to the, get, turn back to the parable of the sower, you yeah. know, yeah. one wonders whether this is seed sown on rocky ground
0: or, yeah. or bad ground. Oh, those, it, yeah. You know, this is the same germinated. thing, really, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And they were never, they had no root. They were never really part and, of the And people. Romans 11, consider therefore the kindness and sternness of God, you know. Yes. Um, yes. Kindness to them, you know, in that, um, they they were planted back into the natural olive tree, but beware! If he could cut them off, yeah, you know he could also cut you, the wild olive branches off. Yeah. So so provided that you continue in his kindness, it's saying that. Yeah. So That's why you know we I, I I I the our default reaction should be to take it really seriously mm. and to examine ourselves. You know. Uh, as Paul, as some um, David does in Wait. Psalm 139. See if, there, after saying, "Oh, that you would you would slay the wicked," he, he says, um, "What he says, search me, O oh God, try me, mm-hmm. yeah. if there be any wicked way in me." That should be the approach we take. It should.
1: Because whatever destruction means, it's not good. No. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> no. There, there are consequences yeah. to your sin. Yeah, exactly. You know, one way or another, yeah. con- in this life and eternally, even if it's just the loss of rewards. Yeah. That's a serious issue because that goes on forever and ever and ever. And another consequence is here is, whose glory is in their shame. In other words, you you lose your moral compass. Mm. What you should be ashamed of, you are glorying. glorying.
0: That's a really good point. What
1: you should be disgusted at, you're delighting in.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: And that uh, that moral inversion in your heart, it's a very serious
0: thing to happen to you. That's exactly what it is, a moral inversion it's absolutely tragic no wonder he would cry over that it it shed tears over completely inverting glorying something that is absolutely wicked yeah you know and shameful you're mm, thank you for that so I mean we don't have to draw draw up a list of misdemeanors but the thing is um, we've sort of focused as, as John did on on the appetites and, and the stomach, but that, as it were, has ramifications in every other area lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's glorying on
1: earthly things? Yes. That kind of summarizes, I suppose, so you're, you're, you're totally now immersed in this natural world. Yeah. You, know, you, you lose your spiritual, you know, it's terrible consequences of backsliding. Yeah. Uh, although it can be a gradual thing, that's why you've got to be careful. You know, the famous picture of the frog in the boiling water that's gradually boiling. Exactly. He doesn't notice yeah. until <laughs> he's boiling It feels alive. quite comfortable. You know what I mean? It, feels it quite seems normal because every, everyone else is like this. Mm. And he thinks there's dangers. There's, mm. You're going to be destructed. You're gonna, and, and their mindset is on a. You lose your spiritual perception. You lose yeah. your spiritual awareness. Yeah. You've, you, you've stopped even thinking about God. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, in the book of Revelation, it describes the unbelievers number of times as the earth-dwellers. Yeah. And now, of course, good. we all dwell yeah, on the that's earth, good. but it's talking about your heart yeah. attitude. Yeah. You are earth-dwellers. That's all there is
0: to you. you you've lost it. your spiritual perception. So we're in our last five minutes, and Paul, as it were, kicks back into forward gear again and says, but our citizenship is in heaven. Heaven, exactly. And and this is classic because the um,
1: Philippi, as we said right at the start, was a colony of Rome. Mm. And so the the citizens in Philippi were actually registered in Rome. They were citizens Mm. of Rome. And uh, he is saying, you're actually registered in heaven. You're born again, you're registered in heaven. And, and you live by the standards of heaven, not the standards yeah. around you. Yeah. Uh, our citizenship is in heaven. So that's a wonderful yeah. reassurance. Yeah. But it also is saying
0: we, we should live by the standards of heaven. Yeah, and then and uh, 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 um, we eagerly await. So Paul is now just ratcheting up again before the end of the chapter, which we've put in yeah. you know, later translations. But he's saying, look, we eagerly await saviour from there so he's, he's sort of wrapping up some of what he'd written in the earlier earlier verses still got time by the way i said we're in our five if well, i say we're in our last minute then please there's a bit of background <laughs> yeah, there that's kind do. of interesting
1: yeah. which is that the roman emperors were from about ad bc 48 called themselves the savior of the world mm. and so if you were a roman colony like philippi the most awesome thing that could happen and which did happen is that the emperor would visit you, mm. and would usually bestow, you know, gifts and honors and so mm. on. And so the great event is when the savior of the world yeah. Yeah. comes to you. Mm. And and uh, there's illusion here that we we he's in heaven, our citizenship in heaven. But one day the the awesome thing is yeah. that the savior yeah. is going to come to us, mm. and and and, you know, say, uh, and complete our salvation. Mm. And, and so that we eagerly look for the coming of the saviour of the world, yeah. and he'll, he will bring us
0: to, mm. to our full citizenship in heaven. Yeah. You know. mm. I've got ringing in my head the, the, the Charles um, Wesley hymn, Take away the love of sinning, Alpha and Omega V, End of faith as its beginning, Set my heart at liberty, finish then thy new creation pure and spotless let us be let us see thy great salvation perfectly restored in the uh, actually in that earlier verse it says never more thy temples leave you know change from glory into glory till in heaven we take our that's place for him till we cast our crowns before the lost in wonder love and praise i mean charles wesley had got it hadn't yeah, he, he, he had, had got the pattern he absolutely did. You know, but yeah. he was aware of that beware of the indulgence and the, yeah. and the gluttony take away that love yeah. of sinning yes mm. i mean that's what we should be yearning for that we would be you know resonating as it were with the lord's hearts following the example of paul and the others who followed the example and Mm -hmm. and as 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 you brilliantly pointed out a few weeks ago john that we are um you know just wanting to know know him and the power power of his his resurrection resurrection, yeah and the power of the resurrection enables us to overcome all of these things that's where it is the resurrection isn't just when we die it's actually the it's power. Is and, I today. mean, and, and, and Paul is implying here very clearly that if you know him,
2: you will experience that power. Yeah. Mm. And it's just not for you. It's to flow out to others, to lay yeah. hands and to raise the dead. And every, that's what it's for. And we, we should yearn for that because yeah. the
0: world needs it so much. Yeah. Um, and so this final verse, um, could you just read it? Um, uh, verse 21 that just um, talks about transforming our lowly bodies, that they will be like his glorious body. That's our, so, that's the ultimate. We're the f- in our final the, minute. So this is. The vision of the salvation, yeah.
1: who will transform our lowly body that yeah. it may be conformed to his glorious body, yeah. according to the working
0: by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Amen. That's a blessing. So uh, just remember that. Have a read again or sing Charles Wesley's hymn, okay? Can't remember. Love divine or loves excelling. Divine love yeah. or You will be changed from glory to glory. And we will be in Chapter 4 next week. Thank Mm -hmm. you very much.